Employers face tough choices to balance cultural values with legalities of data use to monitor productivity. The ability to monitor the location, activity and communications of workers through technology was seen as a potential trigger for activism by half of companies in our 2019 survey. In 2019, a number of countries were already exploring legislation that set out the circumstances in which electronic surveillance and monitoring should be permitted in the workplace. Today, 35% of respondents expect surveillance and monitoring to be a trigger for activism, rising to 40% in Australia and 41% in the UK. The huge shift towards remote working during the pandemic complicated the landscape significantly. Generally, allowing people more responsibility and authority for their own work product was a success. But sales of software designed to monitor activity and productivity, including webcam access, random screenshot monitoring and keystroke monitoring, soared during 2020. One company in Australia said requests for trials of its software increased by 200% in two months. Given hybrid working is likely to continue, our survey shows that employers are adapting their workplace strategy to accommodate hybrid working models, including paying for output rather than hours worked. It's highly likely that surveillance and monitoring will increase. The question is, how far can this trend go? Could we soon see a world where smart contracts, for example, mean that workers are paid according to output? And how will employees and workers feel about this level of surveillance? Miriam Everett, Global Head of Data and Privacy, Herbert Smith Freehills, points out that data protection laws such as the GDPR place tight restrictions on the extent to which employers can lawfully monitor their employees in many jurisdictions. But the key to navigating the legal requirements is transparency to employees about the nature of the monitoring that is taking place and the purposes for which it is being carried out, limiting it to only what is strictly necessary for business needs. But it's not just about the legal considerations. There is an ethical question around the level of monitoring that is appropriate, even if legally permissible, adds UK employment partner Tim Lever. Productivity monitoring raises many difficult questions. How should collaborative work be measured? Could monitoring cause friction among teams? Could the system be gamed? If the focus is on output measurement, does that reduce the need for managers? This is a complex area with the potential for unintended consequences. Careful planning and analysis will be essential. COVID-19 and the implications for sensitive employee data. The pandemic raised complex questions about employers' responsibilities for the welfare of their workers and their rights when it comes to mandating testing, vaccinations and health certificates. Mandatory testing was accepted in many jurisdictions, with Asia being a notable exception, during the pandemic, on public health grounds. Generally, employers had no explicit contractual rights to require testing of employees or workers, but an implied right to issue a lawful and reasonable instruction to employees to be tested, comments Narida Jessup, Special Counsel, Work Health and Safety Australia, Herbert Smith Freehills. The reasonableness of any such direction will depend on individual circumstances, but foremost is the statutory obligation to maintain a safe workplace. If employees were required to disclose their antibody or vaccination status for COVID-19, 
Does that mean that all health data is open for discussion? As employees return to the office, what employer instructions will be acceptable? Regular COVID-19 testing, vaccination, mandated use of a tracing app. This comes at a time when the collection, use and storage of biometric data, including voice, fingerprint and facial recognition, is rising up the legal agenda. In Europe and the UK, the GDPR and implementing legislation covers biometric data, while in the US, individual states are taking a close interest in similar legislation. Specific legislation covering biometric data is less common in Asia, although the Hong Kong Privacy Commissioner of Personal Data has issued guidance which says that biometric data can only be collected for a lawful purpose related directly to its function and activity and after a full explanation of the personal data privacy impact of its collection. In Australia, privacy legislation applies to biometric information, including requiring consent for its collection, except in limited circumstances. In 2019, the full bench of the Australian Fair Work Commission ruled that a worker was unfairly dismissed for refusing to consent to the use of his biometric data for recording attendance at work. BIPA leads the way. The Illinois Biometric Privacy Act, BIPA, has been the basis for a growing number of class action suits in the US. Two significant settlements were reached in the first half of 2021. In February, Shutterfly, a digital photography and image sharing company, reached an undisclosed settlement in principle after two plaintiffs, one of whom did not have a Shutterfly account, alleged that the company had stored their biometric data from its facial recognition software without their consent. In the same month, ByteDance Limited, the parent company of the video sharing platform TikTok, settled a class action suit for 92 million US dollars. The class action suit claimed that TikTok had collected, stored and disclosed users' facial scans without their consent. While Illinois is currently the only US state that allows consumers, which includes employees, to claim damages if their biometric data is taken without their consent, on the basis that once biometric data such as a fingerprint or facial recognition scan is compromised, the individual is at greater risk of identity theft because, unlike a password, it cannot be changed. Other states, including California and Texas, have also introduced legislation that introduces rights of action. BIPA requires a written release before a private company can capture biometric information, and it must be destroyed once the purpose of its original use has been satisfied or within three years of the user's last contact with the company.